verboten. Not allowed. You promise no interference. Trying to probe his mind, but some force came between us. Do you think Adler could be a mutant himself? Well, no. That would explain why he's after a cure. Don't say cure, Moira. Being a mutant isn't a disease. It's something you're born with. It's as normal as being a traditional Homo sapien. Not all mutants would agree with you. What do your X-Men say? I don't know. I haven't told them about Adler's discovery, but it's time I did. That old boy Juggernaut sure made a mess. About like that Yankee general. Sure. Made. Keep an eye on me, Gambit. You might learn something. Some nails in that for you, Gene. I always did like working with my hands. I like to work with my mind. That mortar looks a little thick, Storm. Better add some water. Big expert. Always giving orders. Making up for your screw-ups, Gumbo. Too bad you don't know how to do anything but pick pockets and steal candy from babies. Look out! Damn it! What do you think you're doing? He better be more careful with his mouth. You better stop worrying about my mouth and start worrying about these. Why don't you boys calm down? You afraid I'm gonna hurt him? I always thought you had a soft spot for that Cajun. About as soft as you. Fathead, you gonna shut up or am I gonna have to help you? Hey, everybody! Guess he wants to talk to us. Dr. Adler claims his process can reverse genetic mutations within each cell of the body. What? You mean steal our powers? It could be used as a weapon against us, but some mutants might welcome the chance to become normal. Yeah? Who? There's no right or wrong in choosing to remain a mutant. You have taught us to value our powers, Professor. Not for their own sake, but for what they can do for others. You tell them, Storm. No deserters in this crowd. Each of us will have to make his own decision. If Adler's process really works. I'm worried about Rogue, Cyclops. Rogue? Why? Because I know how she feels when I touch your hand. Or when we kiss. Because I sense her pain. Vacation, eh? Muir Island's no good for you. How about we go to Paris instead? How about getting your butt out of my car? <laughs> Welcome back. Henry, what are some of your first thoughts when you watch this episode? You know what? First thing that pops up to me is that, um, like during that scene, they were talking about whether or not mutation is something that needs to be cured. Mm -hmm. And 
when you're say, when you're referring to something that needs to be cured, it actually infers that the thing that you're trying to cure, mutation, is actually a bad thing. It gives it a negative um, swing to it. Yeah. And Professor Xavier actually says, no, um, mutation is not a bad thing. Um, they're different, but not lesser. Not lesser than a homo sapien. Yes, That's they're, what he said they're different, but they're not lesser than homo sapiens. They right. have an intrinsic value that um, they can use their gifts to contribute something to the world. And it's something that, you know, it's, it's, it's very um, sort of hopeful. Like, yeah, sort of like what Storm said as an argument when uh, they went, came together. You know, uh, for those of you who watched the, uh, the scene, later on when uh, Xavier uh, spread the news over telecom, <laughs> video conferencing, whatever, uh, Storm actually said, well, you know, you taught us to use that our mutations are for to be used as gifts for others, for the benefit of others, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So... In the episode, we have Rogue. Then that's the problem. Yeah. So we, have, we come to Rogue. We come to Rogue, who... Um, her mutation is that she, ha she can't have physical contact with another human being. She could uh, actually potentially kill them. And after seeing how Jean and Cyclops are able to have... Uh, intimate relationship yeah. and be able to touch each other mm -hmm. um, she goes and seeks out this cure for herself for right. her mutation right and uh, so which comes to full circle on today uh, what kind of the, what kind of application should we draw from this episode for today especially for Christians I mean first of all right um, as Christians we have to be able to understand that we have to be able to treat everybody equally. We can't look down on anybody and say right. that they're lesser and that they need to be cured of something in order to be part of our community. It's almost like we have to be also aware of what kind of standards that we define as healthy, right? Uh, like um, sometimes like uh, when we see somebody and they go, oh, that person really needs to you know, get back on track. That person needs Jesus. That person needs Jesus. Or that person... So, kind of we're implying that that person needs to be cured. Yep. Right? Yet, not knowingly, uh, or even uh, not consciously, uh, reflecting that maybe we're actually imposing on other people our standards, our values, and our definition of what a healthy individual looks like. Mm -hmm. Right? What do you think? Well, we can take this with like... Um a physical aspect, right? Where society kind of determines the norm of ability of what is normal. Right. And if you don't fall within that ability, then you're not normal. And society creates these kind of, of um, norms themselves. For example, like say uh, our society is really geared towards um, hearing people yeah. or sighted people. Yeah. And uh, they don't create... Uh, accommodations for those who are hearing or or visually impaired right like uh, f like in general that word is handicapped exactly right we don't create enough uh, accommodations or even it can our community cannot welcome them as people as full human beings uh, as because all of us are not like that right it's interesting right like uh, society created these norms and we create norms in our churches to create community it's in, right? Yet, not knowingly that uh, sometimes uh, we forget that the standards and definitions of what a healthy person is for the sake of community 
it actually excludes others from this community. Exactly. Wow. Well, I want to close uh, with a little bit of a passage from a book. <laughs> if you can see this, it's an oldie. It's uh, Where is God When It Hurts? And uh, Philip Yancey actually quotes a passage here from Jurgen Moltmann. And I'm just going to read that here because it seems to work well. So he says like this. He said, only the ideal of health set up by society of the capable condemns a certain group of people to be called handicapped. Our society arbitrarily defines health as the capacity for work and the capacity for enjoyment. Understandable. But true health is something quite different. True health is the strength to live, the strength to suffer, and the strength to die. Health is not a condition of my body. It's the power of my soul to cope with a varying condition of that body. In that respect, every human life is limited, vulnerable, and weak. And so, like a, in a Christian sense, I'm going to bring a Christian component. If we all could focus on our weakness, our uh, what Moltmann would say, vulnerability, our limitness, limitedness, then we really, have more in common. We have more in common than uncommon. Exactly. Right? And also, it takes our focus away from curing people to actually receiving people, welcoming people, welcoming people. All right. That's it. Thank you so much for joining us with another episode of Gospel X. My name is Jonathan. Uh, my partner here is Henry. Till next time, have a blessed week.